0: Chapter 2 Present Day, Mid December Evening. Dan awoke as though he had been slapped. Perspiration coated his skin. Visions of the soulless Russian at the Ukrainian border dissipated as he stared at the ceiling. All he could remember of the Russian's face was the thick scar across his left eyebrow. The vivid memories had reemerged in his dream after all this time. Dan wondered what had triggered their recall. Pavel's and Katya's deaths had haunted him for years, but gradually, and through great effort, the memories had faded into the deep recesses of his mind. It had been a long time since he had thought about them. Miles away, yet right next to him, Laura slept soundly. Unless things changed, Dan changed, she would leave. A chasm had grown between them. Not because she didn't love him, but because what they once had was no longer enough and he couldn't offer even that anymore. For reasons unknown to himself, he was becoming a shell of a person. He knew his deficiencies were their problem, but there was nothing he could do about it, and he'd been honest from the beginning. He didn't think himself capable of and didn't want a long-term commitment. In the end, nothing lasts, and there was no reason to pretend otherwise. Still, he felt for her and was aware of the hole that would be left in his life once she was gone. Unsettled, he got up, walked to the living-room window, and peered out into the cold December night. Across Starrow Drive, where few cars traversed at this hour, Dan looked at the placid Charles River, with Boston to his right and Cambridge to the left. Although the repercussions for Dan had been nowhere near as severe as for the Sarasovs, he, too, had suffered consequences, After an extensive investigation, it had been decided that Dan's unauthorized participation in a Moscow food bank while he waited to make arrangements to get the Sarasovs out, although motivated by noble intentions, had made him too visible and contributed to the failure of the mission. There was also the matter of getting too close to a woman who, they later found out, had government ties. After the Sarasovs, there were other incidents, all minor, all involving Dan taking too much risk and caring too little about his own safety in pursuit of ideals beyond his assigned mission. Even though the later assignments were all successful and he was regarded as a talented agent, he was also considered a liability. Throughout it all, Evans had kept a close eye on Dan, guiding him wherever he could. Perhaps in gratitude for saving his life, or perhaps to make up for sending Dan out on a first mission without more support. Although Evans wasn't quite old enough to be Dan's father, at least according to present family practices, they had a bond that had evolved from stern direction to cautious oversight to mutual respect. Not that Dan didn't create challenging moments for Evans along the way. Eventually, when Dan was on the verge of being fired for taking one too many risks, Evans had intervened and arranged Dan's transfer to a cyber intelligence division, where he subsequently excelled. A decade later, with the expertise he had developed, Dan left to start an Internet security company, where he also prospered. A few years after that, the company was bought out, giving him the freedom to do mostly what he wanted. Despite all his financial success, He was not a happy man. At one time, he had thought that a world based solely on science would transform humanity for the better. That belief was the last of his faiths to die. Turning his gaze toward Cambridge, he realized why he had thought of Pavel and his family. Earlier in the day, he had read an article about ENCODE, a project to identify all the functional components of DNA. Though the author of the article didn't mean to imply anything supernatural, he had used the phrase, Book of Life, to describe DNA, almost the same way Pavel once implied. Thinking of the article now also reminded Dan of his near-lifelong friend, Stephen Bishop. It had been a long time since they had spoken, and longer still since it had been a good friendship. Settling his weary body onto the couch, Dan turned on his laptop and typed, Stephen Bishop. Geneticist. A string of results, mostly headlines from various articles appeared. World's preeminent geneticist. How long until a Nobel Prize? Rock star scientist leaves academia to lead the Human Betterment Corporation. It's just a matter of time until science learns the secrets of DNA. On the thre-